First event is the first of two maiden hurdles uh, over the 3,480. Scratching 11, Pateman on the five. Tolmac heavily backed at the ball lead for a long, long way. $2.10, Hey Happy, two seventy. Buffalo Bill, $9.50. Can he scoot around here, Tolmac, and uh, break the duck over the hurdles? Yeah, I think he's a good chance to, but I, I like the Patrick Payne uh, runner here, Hey Happy. I thought... His jumps trials leading into this have been really sound and I think he's racing on the flat in good order. He placed at Geelong two starts ago behind Young Hostess. That horse came out and won at the Warnable Carnival and then at 2,600 metres at Cranbourne the other day just was in a bit of an awkward spot in the race and, and still ran reasonably well, only sort of beaten under two lengths. He's, yeah, as I said, it's sort of been taken by his jumps trials this time in and I think with Stephen Pateman going on, he's a good chance here, the five, hey, happy to break his maiden against the seven, Tolmac, who was good at Warnable during the carnival when making his sort of jumping debut behind Ryder in the snow. He beat Onset in that race. He sort of led majority of it, was only gunned down late. He did, certainly, if he can replicate that performance, is going to be in the finish again. Three Buffalo Bill, I thought, was perhaps the next best. He ran really well behind Lord Piero in a maiden hurdle at Warnable and certainly has shown that he's got um, some ability over the obstacles. And then two, both Thruster, who I also didn't think run too badly behind Ryder in the snow and Tolmac at his first crack of the obstacles. He'll be better for it. He's sort of only a lightly raced horse. So five, seven, three, two in the opener. Five, seven, three, two in the first. We might hit pause on the Caston and preview there and hit to Hillsville for race one with James Vanderbart. Let's be welcome Brendan Delaney and RSN 927. A very good morning and Sky Racing as well. A very, very good morning. In fact, uh, sun shining. It feels almost like a spring's day and we're heading toward winter. So it's a, a nice day for racing. Terrific card as well with heats of the road to the diamond. We get to see one of the, the most exciting dogs in the game, Panama Canal Bananas, as he's known at home. He goes around in one of those heats. Action girl struck gold and... The Rodney Thornycroft, such a special race on the calendar as well as race number eight. So a terrific day of racing, and they're about to move in race one. Starting off with a tough maiden, superior style now into favourite number four ahead of Aston Chaffee. Out in box eight, and they're set to run now. Green light for the first. Away and racing. Superior style, a little bit awkward to get going. There's good speed underneath from Dark Knight, who's going to find the lead, settling down by a length over. Good Chat Bandy coming through, and also then My Sooty and very white late Lucy Catfish, and then Texacali Master, Hyperkinetic. Well back to Aston Chaffee, getting through. Texacali Master's going to burst home and win it. Texacali Master, a half a length of photo second. My Sooty, it was a bit awkward on the line. Dark Knight third, I'd say in that order. Then Hyperkinetic on their heels, followed by Aston Chaffee. Uh, well back at the end, Lucy Catfish after showing speed with Good Chat Brandy, and it was one of the last in there. And the time with superior style last in, 17 and 15. Texacali Master is going to burst home against the rail and win this. It was an unusual type of race. With that morning glare, it was very, very hard to see them. But as it turned out, it was uh, number two for Michael Davidson, who's just been able to drive through in the last 50 to 100 metres and really accelerate, whereas my sooty was putting in the short ones at that point in time. And it's uh, given the checker... A real push along the rail to take victory. Two five three won the numbers. Home. 
Two, five, three, and one. Rough start to the meeting at Hazel, Texacali Master, 14, 40, and 3, 65. By Sooty, 173. Ran third, Dark Knight, 284. Then was number one. We'll bring you totes when they become available as we take a look at the second of the maiden hurdles at uh, Casterton. Four, five, six out. Aaron Lynch onto 11. Capanelli really turned himself around since coming to Australia, 215. Akuna Matata, 420. Dr. Dependable, 5. Dubawi, Prince 8, Onset 8. What I'm giving a chance at at each way, prize you and Elvis on the speed. Uh, Trav, he's a $16 chance. Yeah, he did a bit wrong on debut. Joan Elvis is probably too keen at Warrnambool. I can, I can understand why he's sort of suggesting that, Brendan. I think he'd be much better suited at Casson if he can sort of relax in front. His favourite, Capilani, is an interesting galloper. He's yet to make his debut in Australia over the jumps, but had a couple jump starts in New Zealand. And I must admit, he didn't get too close to the winner in those jump starts, but he's flying on the flat here for Richard Cully and Stephen Pateman. I just wonder if he's a little bit short, though, here in this maiden. Um, it's sort of close to $2. I think that's short enough for a horse I haven't seen on debut in Australia over the obstacles. And happy to take him on here with the nine, Hakuna Matata, who has jumped really well at the trials leading into this sort of start $7 in a maiden hurdle at the back end of the year on um, the big final day at Ballarat. And has really got some solid form on the flat this time. He had a good second last time at Warwick Nabil and trained by Paul Pruska, who just has a terrific strike rate with his jumpers. So happy to go with it on top. The nine Hakuna Mentata from one Capilani. As I said, he's flying on the flat. Uh, won his last two at Werribee and Mowey, sort of in driving finishes at both races. He sort of got his head out at the right time. Um, he's only had the one jumps trial that uh, recently, and that was the the 30th of March at Warrnambool, he sort of sat back and jumped them all okay. He's certainly one of the key chances, and you have to respect that Pateman rides him. Uh, three, Dabawi Prince, I thought could be a bit of an improver. This horse has jumped well in his Cranbourne trials, and uh, he's also a last start winner on the flat. And then 10 onset, I thought, ran really well during the Warrnambool Carnival in two races there, and if he can put his best foot forward, will run well. 6-1-3-10 for me in the second. Race number uh, three on the program, an open hurdle over the uh, 3,480 metres. There are no changes to this one. Tab fixed odds favourite. Roland Garros at 3.10. Count 0, 3.20. $4 hush rider. Serenade the stars 5.50. If he can relax in front, Roland Garros, Trav, you'd suspect he's going to take a bit of running down. Yeah, and this looks a really good course for him, the Kassanen, uh course you know, with the hurdles sort of track the way it's presented. He, he could get away from a few of these here and m- perhaps just be too quick for him. He's also a pretty handy galloper on the flat. Um, you, you know, he's a winner at Mooney Valley on the flat. So he does have that flat ability as well. And I thought his last start effort at Pakenham was really good behind Brungle Birdie. I know he's beaten 11 lengths, but Brungle Birdie's a pretty classy galloper and I don't think his uh, run at Warnable is really reflective of his ability at all, Brungle Birdie. So... Um, I like him here, Roland Garris. Both of the jumps trials leading in were really good, and I think he's going to take plenty of beating for Stephen Pateman. Five Lord Piero couldn't have done much more, uh, winning on debut at Warnable over the carnival there. He seems to jump so well. He just When he goes over them, he, he sort of makes ground on the field. He, I think he's a really safe jumper, and I'm surprised he's sort of close to double figures. I think he's got a good future at the caper. Four count zero. Made a couple of mistakes when he won there at Warnable over the carnival, but his flat ability got him home against Mighty Oasis off any rocket. 
I don't know if the Kassam Circus is going to suit him quite as much, but he's certainly a horse with his fair share of ability on the flat. One Tamarack's coming out of a Gallywood hurdle. This is a fair step back. So eight five four one for me. Six five four one. Uh, yes, six five four one. Race number four is the Two Rivers Steeplechase, $100,000 chase. Three comes out, Richie O'Donoghue under Coleridge. Alveson, 240 in favourite, historic 420. Coleridge, 440. Hierarchal, 750. Uh, then uh, the rest of the payment trio, Leyline, 11, 13, mapping 19, power of words. Yeah, he settles up four of the seven runners here, Stephen Pateman, but uh, I think he's up against it with the Simon Wild Horse Elvis, and this was a huge run. I thought at Warnable over the Carnival, where he led them up in front of once were lost. He got going in a really good rhythm, and he's only gunned down that last little bit of the straight um, when the jumping was all over, and once were lost, probably a bit better flat horse than him, Elvison, and that was maybe what cost him the race, but um, it was a huge effort in defeat. Uh, when he's up and going, this horse over the up and overs, I think he's He's a quite capable jumper, and he's a winner at this track and distance in the past, which is a big tick as well. I think Carew, if he can just get him rolling again today and set up a bit of a break, he's going to take plenty of beating here in the Two Rivers steeplechase, the two Elverson. But five Coleridge is perhaps the danger. I thought his run in at Warnable wasn't too bad behind Saunterboy in the Gallywood Hurdle. I think he's going to appreciate the step up to the bigger fences and... He's obviously trained by Eric Musgrove, so you've got to respect that. Uh, then went with the one historic, who last start was a bit disappointing in a maiden hurdle, but he's he's well um, sort of adjusted to the steeplechase life. He's won a couple steeples last year, and I think this is a much better sort of assignment for him. And he's a winner here at the track and distance as well. And then Seven Mapping, who's another one who's a winner at the track and distance, um, he's perhaps in there with a chance as well. But I think two Alverson, a clear favourite, and very hard to beat. Two five one seven. Two five one and seven from uh, Trav. We'll get cracking on the flat races. Five minutes off the first at Devonport. Race number five over twelve hundred four comes out. The uh, Tam fixed odds favourite here. Cracker Valor dollar ninety five. Shalequin three ninety four sixty. Coastal Town. Yeah, Cracker Bell looks really well placed here for the Valor Camp. It was a good run first up. Geelong behind Don't Hesitate. I think if it replicates that performance, it's going to be very hard to beat. Five, Cracker Bell on top. Three, Charlequin uh, has had only the one start at Warrnambool and ran well. Recent trials and jump outs suggest it's going to perform well here on resumption for Patrick Payne. Then seven, Gateways and one, Coastal Town. Five, three, seven, one. Five, three, seven, and one. Race number six, benchmark 70, 1200. The trip. It's the Muntham Handicap, a famous race at Caston and Mr. Vine in 290. Our win spirit at 32750. Heavenly Bridges, Mininga, eight. Yeah, I thought our win spirit was okay last time at Warnable in a race that really had no change. His run prior at Cranbourne was okay, but if he gets back to his absolute best form where he chased sort of Beretti, he's a bolter last campaign. He should be able to account for this lot, and he's, uh, I think he's well enough placed here at Casson and the three-hour win spirit. Seven overkill, I can imagine, can be a big improver here. He's been racing really well in the bush, and then last time failed when going to town, but his best is certainly good enough to be competitive here. Six, Mr. Vine M's in really good form, gets a good run, and five, Meninga at her absolute best would be competitive here and gets well in the claim. Three, seven, uh, six, five. 
Caston and Cup race 7, 138. Around Kate Boulders on to 5. Lunatic Fringe 180. Lorente 5, 550. Clever Man. Brawl $10. Not sure if I want a dollar eighty on the big mare around this tight Caston and Track Traff. Yeah, I don't know if I want a dollar eighty, but if she gets out to say sort of two twenty or so, I think you could back her. She's just got a lot of talent, I think, on a few of these. But and then also, it's going to matter how she jumps. She does have a um, sort of history in the barriers, but if she can get out nicely for Josh Richards and she's in a position on the home turn, which is only four or so off them, I think she's going to take plenty of running down, um, plenty of beating. Uh, it was a big run last time at Warnable, where she got a long way back, sort of against the pattern of the day weave through. She looks absolutely ready for 2,000 metres now. In the last 2,000 metre run, she's beaten half length by Elsione at Flemington over the Cup Carnival. So, yeah, she's extremely hard to beat here, Devon Lunatic Fringe. Lorente, I think, is racing really well. I'm happy to sort of disregard his run in the Store Cup. That was a tough, tough race, the way it was sort of run. I thought he stuck to the task, OK. Two clever men's flying in South Australia deserves his crack at this. And five Indiana Lily at her best, could certainly run a good race. Seven four two five. Rock the bowler, the favourite for the first at Devonport in two minutes. Race number eight at Caston of 58 over 2,000. Six, eight, nine, ten around. Josh Richards on to 12. Favourite, Ned and Power, 234.20. Bungalali Bay, five foot eight, five dollars. Yeah, and Ned and Power looks really well placed here by the O'Leary stable with Jacob Offerman coming across to ride. It was a good run last time at Donald and probably just got too far back. He's knocking down the door of another win. I think this is a perfect race for him. To beat five, five foot eight, who was a good winner last time at Mount Gambia, does have some upside. Three and luck, Enrico Palazzo, perhaps the value, and the 11, Bungalali Bali. Uh, Bungalali Bell, two, five, three, eleven. Final event is a 64 over 1400, 12 and 11 come out. Now Julius on to two, knock knock 460, Magnetic Prince $4.8550, B29, Yulon Patrol 6650, Stylish Enough, the Darcy at $7.50. Yeah, Stylish Enough is the price he is, it's sort of around $7. I thought he was terrific at Warnable, up on top of the speed there, and he was too good for knock knock, but Flash Flood came at him late and he finished second. The win prior at Werribee was really dominant. Uh, I thought he's a really good chance here of winning the six stylish enough from three knock-knocker that comes through the same race and put himself up on top of the speed. Ten magnetic prince who's certainly got some upside and eight for Nasi, good winner last time. Six, three, ten, eight in the last. Best family quality play of the day for Caston and Cup Day, Trav? Yeah, I think the best comes up in the Two Rivers steeplechase. Alverson, race four, number two. I think he's really well placed. The value, race nine, number six, stylish enough. The Quaddy will take three, five, six, seven, first leg, four, seven, second leg, two, five, third leg, and in the last, three, six, ten. Best of luck today, Trav. Thanks, Brendan.